1: i hope
2: my mic was live right there as we get going for our number two on this incredibly festive football friday live right here on the morning after on sports grid a merry holiday weekend on the horizon tomorrow is christmas eve it is christmas sunday in just two days you can see we are feeling merry and bright here on the morning after on sports grid i'm ben stevens thank you for joining us on this festive football friday week 16 of the nfl kicked off last night 11 games tomorrow on christmas eve a triple header on christmas sunday five games in the nba of course that is a holiday tradition in the christmas day slate in the association as well we'll preview all of it over the course of this next hour hour number two of the morning after but it's the most wonderful time of the year as the bowl season in college football rolls on and shout out air force in the armed forces Bowl in a cold fort worth last night the falcons get a 30 to 15 victory over baylor the line continued to work in the manner of air force all week long five and a half was the spread in favor of baylor over the weekend it closes at three and a half and air force makes good on that line movement winning outright as a three and a half point underdog air force is the top rushing team in college football they entered last night armed forces Bowl averaging more than 318 yards on the ground they are a service academy they run the triple option last night they ran the ball 67 times for 276 yards to an armed forces Bowl victory 30 to 15 and shout out Brad Roberts as well, the nation's third leading rusher. His rushing yards prop last night, 115 and a half. The final stat line for Roberts, 37 carries, 116 yards. Sir, we salute you for your performance last night in the Armed Forces Bowl. A doubleheader on this Christmas Eve Eve Festivus for some of you out there in college football bowl season it starts in shreveport louisiana at the independence bowl between houston and louisiana lafayette the cougs right now a touchdown favorite against the raging cajuns but please keep an eye on that total the over under is 56 and a half houston has the highest over percentage this season in college football 83.3 percent of the cougs games have hit the over 10 of their 12 Houston has played to an over. This total, the second highest total for Louisiana this year. But Houston has not been great against the number. They're a touchdown favorite against the Raging Cajuns, but only four and eight against the spread this year. The nightcap on this festive football Friday is a game in the Gasparilla Bowl between Missouri and Wake Forest. The line is on the move on this Friday morning. It was one and a half all bowl season long until game day today. It's now two and a half in favor of wake and frankly i agree with the line movement despite the fact that demon Deeks lost four of their final five games in the regular season booked as a favorite in all of them they still have the 15th best scoring defense or scoring offense excuse me in the country and it's led by sam hartman their veteran quarterback who is playing in this ball game it was not the great 2021 that sam hartman had when he combined for 50 total touchdowns one of 16 quarterbacks in the history of the sport to do that but still really good this year in the 11 games he played for wake forest averaging 311 yards and he threw 35 touchdown tosses Hey, welcome to our sports grid radio audience here the second hour of a festive football friday live on the morning after sirius xm channel 159 all of our terrestrial radio affiliates now in the fold as well i am ben stevens a festive football friday where bowl season continues on. Two games on this Friday, the Independence Bowl between Houston and Louisiana. Right now, the Cougs, a seven-point favorite against the raging Cajuns. And in the Gasparilla Bowl, it's Wake Forest as a slight two-and-a-half-point favorite against Missouri. The line working in the manner of the Demon Deeks. Again, they lost four of their final five games. They were booked as a favorite in all of those games. Missouri has been really good defensively, all year but over the course of their last three games a tad bit of regression allowing nearly 36 points per game over their final three 66 of those came against tennessee but wake forest is the 15th best scoring offense in the country and sam hartman who averages more than 310 yards passing per game this year is the demon deeks quarterback what his future in winston-salem is beyond this festive football friday in the gasparilla bowl That remains an uncertainty, but something to keep an eye on for the Gasparilla Bowl tonight. On Christmas Eve, of course, there's a ton of NFL football, but also the Hawaii Bowl between San Diego State and Middle Tennessee State. One of the all-time quotes this season in college football came from MTSU's head man in Rick Stockstill. MTSU went to South Beach and beat Miami in the opening month of this season as a 25-and-a-half-point underdog. They won that football game outright, and Rick Stockstill after said, We held them to 1.6 yards per carry, and they paid us $1.5 million to come down here and beat them as a 25-and-a-half-point underdog, meaning Middle Tennessee is really good on the ground. That's all the Aztecs of San Diego State really do. We are just over a week away from New Year's Eve in the college football playoff semifinals. Number one, Georgia. Number four, Ohio State. Right now, the dogs a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's the Peach Bowl, the Nightcap, the Fiesta Bowl. Michigan, a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against TCU. But here's the distinction. The Horned Frogs have seen movement for the individual spread of the Fiesta Bowl, but nothing as it comes to the national title odds you see there. Still the longest of the four prices at 18-1. to Georgia remains an odds-on favorite to win a second straight national championship. We hit the streets for the holiday weekend. Up next. Live right here on a festive football Friday on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM channel one five nine. Thank you for joining us here on TMA on this Friday morning. I am Ben Stevens. Alex Fasano is here as well. Our executive producer every single morning here on the grid, and of course, our field producer out there in the streets in Manhattan for Benny and the Betts. And this week, Faz, we hit the streets to ask people what was on their (laughs) holiday wish list. If they could have something specifically in the sports world as well, what would it be? Would they invite an athlete maybe to their holiday party, share a glass of eggnog, and keep those good vibes rolling all holiday weekend long? And most New Yorkers actually in the holiday spirit, except for one gentleman who you will not see on (laughs) Benny and the Betts that threw me a little chicken wing for sticking the mic in his face, but that's... Good old New York City for you.
3: Classic New York City around the holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Ben, you mentioned it before just now, spending the holidays with family, eating some food, having some eggnog. Ben, do you like eggnog? Have you ever had eggnog? Are you a fan of the nog? Huge
2: huge fan of eggnog. Throw a little Bailey's in there, maybe a little dash of whiskey if you're feeling Frisky, that is my favorite. I love eggnog. I had not really tried eggnog, Faz, until my mid-20s, last couple of years. Huge fan of it now. I'm a member of the tribe. We celebrate Jewish Christmas, where you have Chinese food and watch movies. But now I go to my friends in New Jersey. They welcome me to their Christmas Eve celebrations, where eggnog
3: is a tremendous factor in it all. Has to be, Ben. I grew up with my father loving eggnog, always in the Hmm. fridge. I wasn't a fan until around you know, 10 or 11 while I was like, all right, dad, I'll try it. Love it now. It's fantastic. It even goes past Christmas too, because you know, some of the supermarkets keep it in stock for the real eggnog fans. So the, so the, wow. the fridge is always stocked come January. But hey, Ben, you mentioned it. I'm sure some people out in the streets are big fans of eggnog and happy Mm -hmm. and excited to spend the holiday with their family. So let's, let's, let's stop talking about our holidays and let's see what the people had to say. So everybody take a nice deep breath, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of Benny and the Bats.
2: It's the holiday season you've made your list You're checking it twice. You're giving out gifts all over the place. What do New Yorkers want this holiday season? We hit the streets of Manhattan to find out. What's on your holiday wish list this year? Uh, Less work. Good weather. Weather? A little cold outside.
3: New camera gear. You know what time it is. It's kind of rough out here, so we got to get upgraded. Shoes. Uh, A new phone. I just want some peace and love, man. Peace and
4: love. Peace and love to you. Oh, I'm going to spend time with my family, obviously. Fantastic. Yeah, and I'm also going to watch a musical. I want to watch Phantom of the Opera. Uh,
1: more money.
2: What, what, what would you do with that money?
1: Probably just save it.
2: For my holiday wish list this year? Yeah. Uh. You'll often eat your AirPod? like that? Yes.
0: Maybe. Okay, hey, cool. hey. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Clothes. Apple AirPod Max.
2: The Lego
4: version of the White House.
2: What's on your list this holiday season? <laughs> peace and, peace and uh, whatever. And, and love. There it is.
4: A cool necklace, a gold necklace, a silver bracelet.
0: Santa, if you're watching, please send them to me.
2: Santa does watch a lot of Sports Grid content. Thank you. I wish all Aussies did better in the World Cup, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But we made the final, so I'm pretty proud of them. <laughs> Who are you guys cheering? Oh, they won. Lionel Messi, a <laughs> World Cup championship. That was on his holiday list.
3: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All the way. Sweet. Roll Tide. Roll tide. One final time, real tight. The Eagles win the Super Bowl. I'm a Giant fan. Okay. Giant,
1: Nick, Met Rangers. My bet's to hit. That's about it. Oh, <laughs> fanta-
2: you know there's a sports betting show that you're on right now. Oh wow.
1: Um video games.
2: Lamar Jackson to be healthy?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> Pretty good time to be a Mets fan. Uncle Hello, Steve. Uncle Steve He's today. like Santa Claus. Hello. Hello. We got
3: Correa now. He might pay
2: you money if right, you ask him. Of course he would. Razorback tickets for life. Razorback tickets for life. Can we? Oh, I was going to say we need to do Woo! Big You guys just made my holiday. Thank you so much. Oh, we're good. Oh, we're not done. Fantastic. Go Razorbacks. Have a good one.
3: I want to watch a baseball game because I'm from Toronto, so I want to watch a Raptors game. OK, a well,
2: little Raptors playing in the NBA. If you could invite anybody, one of your favorite athletes of all time, who would you invite to your Christmas party?
1: Um. Let me think about it. Well, I'm going to take it back to my alma mater playing in the coastal Carolina against uh, ECU yeah. in the uh, Birmingham Bowl. I'm putting Moneyline Coastal. He's Korean, though. Okay, go ahead. Um, his name is Ryu Hyun
3: Jin. Okay. And he's playing for Blue Jays.
2: If you could have one golfer at your holiday party, who would be there? Tiger Woods. If you could invite one NFL player to your holiday party, who would it be? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts for sure. You know, his shoulder's a little bit hurt right now. Yeah, he's carrying my fantasy team, though. Anything sports related on your holiday wish list? They should go away it's more sports should go away you should go away you're a grinch just kidding have a great holiday though <laughs> oh man ben, so, i love the holidays oh. you're a
3: grinch go away i'm, I'm kidding happy holidays you're fine
2: Faz, <laughs> you know how it works out there oftentimes if people are walking by i'll make a comment as they go up the block a little bit but she was still an earshot i got a little bit brazen there so i had to eat my words very quickly and rescind that statement and wish everybody including her who doesn't (laughs) like sports and i guess that's okay uh uh, happy holidays for sure
3: yeah exactly that's okay i don't know what was funnier a lego version of the white house or uh, for you to go away i don't know it it, it, what what a day out there in the streets they never cease to amaze us the people of new york city but ben Let's get into what we really love about this segment. That's the producer picks. We produce winners here on the morning after, all on the grid. I'm going to start us off, Ben, and, hey, I got to. Our guy blew it, who was on the, uh, on the show earlier. I got to show mine, yep. baby. This is for Franco. This is yep. all for Franco. We're taking the Steelers' money line at minus 146. I mean, it's so tragic. I'll never forget waking up that morning three days ago. Met sign Correa, and Franco Harris passes away, but – Prayers and thoughts to everybody involved, the Steelers organization. Steelers Na- Nation is rallying together for the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Give me the Steelers' money line against the Raiders. I mean, hey, it's going to be a great game for sure. Everybody's going to be watching this one.
2: Faz, I think you could go alternate spread. The Steelers are a two-and-a-half point favorite tomorrow night against the Raiders. Minus six-and-a-half to cover as a touchdown favorite, plus 158. You think double digits for Franco? Minus nine-and-a-half, plus plus. To 30. It will be a memorable and special night honoring the life and the legend that was Frank Harris tomorrow night at Aquasure Stadium on the 50-year anniversary, which is today of the Immaculate Reception, one of the historic plays in the history of the NFL.
3: The greatest play in the history of the NFL, Ben. Launched a dynasty. We'll get into the argument another time. I can go on and on <laughs> about this one. Also, you mentioned that you might want to find an alternate line. How about a little two-leg parlay? Najee Harris, the running back, he's going to honor Franco by getting in the end zone. You put the Steelers' money line with a Najee Harris. Touchdown, plus 200, so you can double your money right there. There's a little plus money for you instead of an alternate spread. So I'm riding with the Najee. Feed the Najee in honor of Franco. All right, guys, Andrew Galupo, where is he going? His team as well. He knows the hoops. He knows the hardwood. He's going with the Nets. Minus three against the Bucs. What is it, seven straight games? He thinks it's going to be eight. All right, Botch, we'll ride with you. Your Brooklyn Nets are looking hot. Ben, what do you think?
2: I like the look there, Botch. You heard Botch yesterday giving out winners in the National Football League. Now he turns back to the hardwood for the association action on this Friday before a huge Christmas Day slate as well.
3: There you go, Botch. I'm riding with you, Ben. You know, you're having a little trouble with the water this morning out in Long Beach, but You're dry, you're helping us with the show, so we appreciate all the hard work. And of course, one of the other hardworking guys on our show, Jesse Metzger, our graphics guy. He's riding with Isaiah Say His Name, Pacheco, over 69.5 rushing yards. Let me just read this for you real quick, Ben. High of 16 degrees, winds expected to be between 15 and 17 miles an hour, getting as high as 32 miles an hour. We saw what the weather did last night at MetLife Stadium. I think it's going to be a running back's dream here at Arrowhead. Just another great
2: look from the sharpest handicapper we have in Jesse Metzger. Isaiah Pacheco against the Seattle Seahawks, who have the second-worst rushing defense in the league. They've given up more than 160 yards per game on the ground. Pacheco should have a big day on Christmas Eve tomorrow. Faz have a wonderful holiday weekend. Take him to break with a little Yule Tide by the Fire holiday weekend winners that's how we're going to round out the rest of this show over the next 35 minutes or so live on this festive friday on the morning after on sports grid 11 games on christmas eve in the nfl and a full christmas day slate with a triple header in the national football league and of course the christmas holiday tradition of a quintuple header five games in the nba whatever that word is so here to hand out the winners like santa coming down the chimney and giving you gifts it is justin henry donning the san francisco 49ers santa hat by the way they're in action as a seven point favorite on christmas eve tomorrow justin thank you for joining us
1: here as we look at the christmas day slate both in the nba and in the nfl you know, love to be here, and yes, had to come with the festive Niner apparel here, and uh, I'm excited for that game, but also excited for this Christmas slate. You know, when you get NFL and NBA on the same day, you cannot ask for more. The NBA slate is full. Christmas Day slate for football, a little lackluster, but we still got to talk about it because there's going to be some action, baby.
2: Certainly so. Family time, sports time, maybe mix in a little eggnog. You're going to have a wonderful holiday weekend. Let's start in the nba when we get to christmas day sunday we still have a full slate tonight we're going to have the opener not far away from us here inside madison square garden as the knicks host the Sixers right now New York booked as a slight home favorite against Philadelphia but both teams in action on this Friday the Sixers taking on the Clippers they're a slight home favorite in Philly the Knicks a five-point home favorite at the moment against the Chicago Bulls so by the time we get to Christmas Day Sunday Justin what do you expect in this matchup between Philadelphia and New York
1: Well, I expect both these teams to continue running hot, right? We've seen the the Sixers since James Harden has been back. They've kind of found their groove now and are playing at a level that we all thought they would be playing at earlier to start the year And the New York Knicks are playing at a high level. I know they lost the other day, but playing at a high level right now, going into Madison Square Garden. Look, normally on Christmas, we're talking about the the Knicks being kind of like the Lions of the Christmas Day games. They're always on, but we know they lose. They're going to have an opportunity this game, but I still like the Sixers to pull this one out and cover the two and a half points.
2: I said right there, the Knicks were the home favorite. I meant the home underdog. Right now, Philly laying two on the road. The Sixers riding a six-game win streak into tonight against the clippers the knicks had their eight game win streak snapped just a few nights ago in msg by the toronto Raptors. so two teams on a very upward trajectory right now in the eastern conference the second game up is justin's favorite team the los angeles lakers taking on the dallas mavericks it is really going to be a battle of two guys justin that carry their respective sides lebron james now without anthony davis doing everything for the Lakers, and Luka has done everything for the Mavs all year long. It's an eight, eight and a half point spread for the early look ahead to that Christmas Day Sunday's second
1: game. Who do you think has the bigger day, LeBron or Luka? Well, it's got to be Luca, and he's going to have the bigger day and play Grinch to my Christmas, man, and my Lakers. I was trying to enjoy, you know, my Christmas with my family and the holidays, and here comes Luca going to play Grinch role. Look, the Lakers aren't the same team without AD, and they're struggling so much to just stay in every game or hold the lead or be able to come back. It's not sustainable for this team. And I think I'd have to lay the the eight here with the Mavs. And just for the sole fact that the Lakers are not playing good basketball without their full roster, right? With Anthony Davis out for at least another month. Uh, This does not look good. And I don't expect this to be a competitive game. The Mavs, man, ruining my holidays. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Justin Henry. I hope that on Saturday, tomorrow
2: (laughs) on Christmas Eve, the Niners can cover as a touchdown favorite and at least – ease the pain just a tad the Lakers at home tonight hosting the Hornets they're a slight favorite Dallas on the road in Houston you can see what is expected of LeBron now without AD his points prop 31 and a half his rebounding prop eight and a hook his assist prop seven and a half there's almost an expectation for LeBron in his 20th NBA season by the way to put together a 30 point triple double to keep the Lakers afloat without AD Anthony Davis five games on the Christmas Day slate the marquee matchup in the middle of the afternoon into the evening hours it is Boston and Milwaukee the Celtics and the Bucks inside TD Garden Boston a home favorite at this early moment laying four and a half points but Justin we'll be watching a great game on Christmas Day Sunday will we also be watching a preview of the Eastern Conference
1: Finals I think so. There's been some risers in the East and we've talked about these teams throughout the season. Ben every time it's somebody different. The Celtics are on top. The Bucks are on top and these two are going to be fighting it out all year long. I expect that to continue. The Bucks have been playing well getting, you know, elite production out of Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, a lot of their supporting cast around Giannis. They've seen an increased level of play here over the last couple of weeks And the Celtics who took over the East for a little while have struggled in the recent game. So this is exciting to see. Both teams should be ready to go. Give me the Bucks in this one. I feel like they're going to their dominance atop the East. I, you know, this should be a fun game, though. Like, overall, I don't think you yeah. can ask for anything better on Christmas Day. Truly, this is going
2: to be the marquee matchup of Christmas. The Bucs on a tough road trip right now. They're in Brooklyn tonight against the Nets, who have won seven straight. The Boston Celtics looking to snap a three-game skid at home tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The next game up, John Morant has made some headlines over this week Justin saying that he fears nobody in the Western Conference and I guess that would include the Golden State Warriors the reigning Western Conference champs and of course the NBA title winners from a season ago good news for Golden State this game on Christmas is played in San Francisco because the Dubs were miserable on their road trip they are three and 16 away from home the Memphis Grizzlies however Justin a four point favorite for this Christmas Day matchup well John Morant put on a performance
1: to back up his words this week. Well, he said he fears no one and I wouldn't after signing a new deal as well. So shout out to John Morant and his new shoe contract. But listen, this Warriors team is always up for the challenge. When the the stakes are highest, they're always ready to go. But this isn't the same Warriors team that we're accustomed to seeing. Steph Curry has been out. Draymond Green has been out and this team has been losing games like we have not seen, especially on the road. So they do have to be glad this one's at home. I think they're up for the challenge. But this Grizzlies team is tough, and they're showing why they're going to be real contenders and real threats to win the West this, uh, this upcoming season. I'm going to lay the points, take the Grizz in this one.
2: I completely agree. I think Ja Morant is in the business of making statements. The number two overall seed in the West last year. I think Jaw is here to say that wasn't a fluke. We're going to be Western Conference contenders each and every year I play basketball for the Grizzlies. Memphis right now tied for the best record in the West. They have 19 wins. The Denver Nuggets have 19 wins. The Phoenix Suns have 19 wins. There are six teams in the Western Conference with 19 wins. And shout out our guy, John Shames here, Justin, our producer on this show, the Silent Nightcap on Christmas Day in Denver between the Nuggets and the Suns. Right now, Denver and early... Two and a half point favorite. How do you break down this matchup between two teams in the West that each have 19 wins at this point?
1: It's insane to look at the Western Conference and see everybody damn near in the the beginning with 19 wins. That's insane to see, Um, but just different losses, right? And this Phoenix Suns team has been up and down dealing with a couple injuries. They had Chris Paul out for a while. They seem to be getting their groove back. And then also the Denver Nuggets are starting to get healthy. We've seen the return of Michael Porter Jr. expected today. Jamal Murray is getting healthy and playing at a great level. So. For all, this should be one of the marquee matchups and could be a potential playoff preview as well that we get to witness. I like the Nuggets to win this game. They're at home. It should be a feisty one, though, with the, with the Phoenix Suns. They're always, always scrapping against these Western Conference teams, but give me the Nuggets in this one. I think they come out and win this game.
2: Nicole Jokic, the two-time reigning NBA MVP, back-to-back triple doubles as well for the Nuggets this week. All right, we fly right now to the triple header for the National Football League on Christmas Day Sunday. Pretty much every game this weekend, Justin, in some form or fashion, one team has playoff implications. Not in the second game of the three that we have on Christmas Sunday. The Denver Broncos and the reigning Super Bowl champs in the LA Rams. Both teams have been incredibly disappointing this year. So, Justin, the Broncos a slight road favorite. In Los Angeles, we're not exactly sure who is going to play quarterback for the Broncos at this moment. Baker Mayfield will make his second straight start for L.A. Knowing that this game really doesn't mean all that much, Justin, how do you handicap it?
1: Well, I still like the Broncos in this one. And when I look at the defense for these teams, that's where I think the Broncos shine. And if Russ does play as expected, then we can see a heavy dose of this attack, right? He was playing. He was playing really well against those Chiefs before he got knocked out of the game. And I think he does that as well. He has to turn the narrative around for this season. And there has to be some hope for this Denver Broncos team. On the other side of the ball, the Rams. Baker Mayfield's in there, and I think we saw a lot more of the real Baker experience uh, on Monday against the Packers. That's more of what we're going to get. It should still be a good game as far as com- competitive-wise. I don't see a lot of scoring, uh, but give me the Broncos in this one. I, I trust their defense more, and I trust the Rams. Just feel like they're falling apart right now and you know, missing a lot of their guys out for the year, a lot of their studs. Uh, they said get rid of the picks, and now we're seeing the dividends of that. It's not paying off for them. Denver gave Russell Wilson a five-year, $245 million deal, so
2: maybe a couple of wins here down the home stretch just to build optimism for the future in the mile-high city. It's cold everywhere in the country right now, so I'm sure the Packers are happy to be going down to South Florida to take on the Miami Dolphins. And this line has worked like crazy, Justin. It was six earlier this week in favor of Miami. Now it is just three and a half. Only about 30 seconds left here in this segment. Will the outcome of the game follow
1: the movement we have seen in the number I agree 100% it's going to be an up and down game I think we could see both teams uh, put up a lot of fireworks should be one of the higher scoring matchups of the week I'm going to take the points with the Packers and I think they can they can go into Miami and do their thing it should be a high scoring affair the return of Aaron Rodgers could lead to a very interesting finish for the Packers
2: Listen, it's around the holiday times. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers not dead yet in the postseason hunt in the NFC. Justin Henry, have a wonderful holiday weekend. Hopefully the Niners give you the gift tomorrow on Christmas Eve. We go around the NFL slate up next festive football friday thoughts entering the holiday weekend live right here on the morning after on sports grid with none other than joe Sapia. he joins us here on this festive football friday on tma to offer up some perspectives and winners you will need for your christmas eve slate 11 games on saturday and a couple more a triple header on christmas day sunday a merry time to you joe Sapia. thank you for joining us here on tma
4: and a happy holidays a happy new year to you and this amazing crew we have here at sports grid that people that Fantastic. they don't see they're great too i want to give a shout out to all of that crew because i love those guys and gals out there who make this show work all the time ben stevens what a nice uh, holiday season we got unless you're a jet fan and whiskey you got a, a huge lump of coal in your stocking and a zach wilson jersey and a headband that's uh it's not a good look for the jet fans starting out the holiday season
2: no I mean, we're uh, we're you know burning yuletide logs in the fireplace. I'm sure some Jets fans are throwing their Zach Wilson jersey in there as well. We talked about two of the three right, games. No, oh, oh, that's <laughs> tough. That is very, very tough for Zach Wilson. If even that can't happen yeah. correctly, all right. We talked about two of the three games on that Christmas Day Sunday slate. The nightcap, Joe P is in arizona unlike most of the games this weekend we don't expect weather to be a huge factor between the cardinals and the buccaneers but the availability for arizona certainly is colt mccoy still in concussion protocol trace mcsorley will make the start for the cards it could not come as a better gift wrap time for the buccaneers they're an eight point favorite joe p on the road in the desert as tom brady and the bucks look to get a win to keep pace as the top team in the nfc south will tom and tampa finally take advantage of a good spot on the schedule if they can't and more specifically
4: tom brady can't he should just walk away right after this game okay because you're taking the elements out of it you're taking the number one and possibly the number two quarterback for the arizona cardinals out of it you have A situation where I know people tell me, Well, you know, maybe let's take the foot off the gas. Really, take their foot off the gas. I think this team needs some more practice. That's what I think. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' offense needs a lot of work, so they should get this work here against a defense that's not very good in coverage. Ibuda mean, Baker's a great player, but the rest of the coverage team isn't good. Uh, they're horrendous against tight ends, one of the worst in the league. So, if you got any, you know, Kate Otten shares, I'm to fire those bad boys up in DFS that day. But I'm telling you right now, like, I, I, you're looking at this, and everything, yes points to Tampa Bay, winning this game handily and it being within their grasp. And yet there's a part of me that's terrified of this because I've watched the bucks all year in moments where they should have won, could have won, And they just look like a team that can't get out of their own way. This game terrifies me. The number terrifies me. I think it's too big. Uh, and, and, and that's what trace McSorley on the other side. I mean, what are we doing here? I am fired up. I am salty today. I'm not even a jet fan and I'm salty. I don't know what the hell got into me overnight. I think it's this Arctic bomb that's dropped here over the East coast. But all I can tell you is this, I would absolutely be looking for, you know, Chris Godwin in this game. I'm absolutely looking for Tom Brady. You could start him in this game in fantasy, but on the flip side of this, you got to be terrified here with Deandre Hopkins and Marquise Hollywood Brown, James Conner. You can handle because James Conner's getting a lot of work volume is King, but I'm fading away from those wide receivers in Arizona with trace McSorley. I saw enough trace McSorley in college. I get it. I hear you and now it's time to move on but the Bucks man you know yes they control their own destiny but they don't look like they've been in control of anything this is a game that terrifies the hell out of me and I don't want to be upset on Christmas so I am going to fade away from this one if anything I think the number might be too big
2: listen it's a it's a joyous time Joe P we need to bring that frown upside down here as we enter this holiday weekend but To your point, the Buccaneers have given people a lot to be angry about this year. Still a minus 360 favorite to win the NFC South. An eight-point favorite on the road in Arizona. They should at least win the football game outright, but cover the number three, eight, and one against the spread when Tampa has been booked as a favorite this year. It is one of the larger spreads of the weekend. The other one, Buffalo, laying eight and a half on the road in Soldier Field against the chicago bears that game is tomorrow on christmas eve it will be a white christmas in chicago Mm -hmm. tons of snowfall bitterly cold at soldier field tomorrow joe p that's going to be the case for Mm. a ton of the nfl slate pretty much in every portion of the country this weekend temperatures much lower than we have really seen here in recent year so how do you add in weather to your handicap of these football games for the outcome based on the spread and also in the prop market
4: well again uh, i think you have to worry about teams being able to put other teams away because what's happening when you're when when it's very cold out especially with teams like this right we have two mobile quarterbacks It's gonna be a lot of running of the football right so that kind of slows you know the pace a little bit in terms of what's going on so I would just be very aware of that fact, and and I think that you know in some situations we overreact to weather a little bit. Like people didn't want to play Trevor Lawrence last night; that was crazy. Of course, you play Trevor Lawrence; he's been on an absolute tear. But in this game, it's a little bit more complicated because you have two running backs who can run the football, uh, two quarterbacks, excuse me, that can run the football. You've yeah. got David Montgomery; you've got a host of other running backs here as well on the Bills side. So it, they're capable of doing this and turning this game into a bit of a grind. And if they do then I think this might be a little less appealing from a fantasy standpoint than you might realize. Now, the one thing is, as this game goes on, what's the constitution of these defenses? Are they going to, in the third and fourth quarter, start to get really winded, start to get really tired chasing Josh Allen and chasing Justin Fields around? So if Mm -hmm. anything in this game, I'm looking for the over on the props for those two guys and their rushing totals. I'm sure they're going to be high, especially Justin Fields. But if you're going to make money in this game, I think you stay away from the game itself a little bit, because when you have weather, there's a lot of variables and variance is a bad thing for investments. I don't like it. I like investing in things that I know. So instead I'm turning around to things like the rushing props, because I think when you're looking at that situation, Josh Allen certainly is going to get loose uh certainly you're gonna have justin fields run all over the place we've seen that and he's gonna need to in this situation against buffalo bills so for me you focus on those things because you can control them and to me those are things you can invest in as opposed to this game which again weather brings variance. Variance takes away your money and i don't like that
2: no we don't like variance taking away anything from us especially after shelling out some cash for all the holiday gifts this season so certainty in terms of what Josh Allen and Justin Fields can do on the ground at the quarterback spot some uncertainty for Baltimore offensively here as of late John Harbaugh did confirm it will be Tyler Huntley making the start for the Ravens tomorrow against the Falcons it's a six and a half point spread in favor of Baltimore they are home but with Tyler Huntley starting yet another game Joe P what is the approach for this matchup
4: Gonna be a lot of running the football in this one too. Uh J.K. Dobbins has looked terrific since coming back. I'm not worried at all that he has had a situation there where he hasn't practiced much. Like that doesn't matter to me whatsoever. Uh, because you have to yep. rest this guy because the workload he's had in the two games since he's been back. So you want to kind of deal with kid gloves over there. 56 and a half right now is the rushing prop for him. That is crazy. I mean, if he doesn't crack 70, I'd be shocked. The other guy too, I'd be looking at this market would be Tyler Algier because what we saw last week was that Desmond Ritter is not going to be allowed to throw the ball 30 times. That's not going to happen right now. The way this offense is constituted, they're going to protect him a little bit, especially against a defense that's as good as the Baltimore Ravens D and they are, they're very good. Tyler Algier. 54 and a half rushing yards. Let's go over on that, too, and look for anywhere you can get the attempts number, too, because even better potentially is the attempts number you're going to find. And that might be a trickier one to get, but I'd be looking for that. Tyler Algier having a really good game last week, getting fed the football a ton. I would absolutely be looking for those two running backs. That's the investment I want to make in this game. And one note, too, for those people in fantasy leagues right now who are looking for championships, trying to push on to that final week. You know, since week seven, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tight end himself, Mark Andrews is tight end 22 in fantasy. Yeah. He has done absolutely nothing between the injuries and the subpar quarterback play. I know he's got some good games under his belt with Tyler Huntley. I know we all saw that last year, but at a certain point, it's about winning. If Jawan Johnson, if Taysom hill, if those guys who also have weather situations in their games, who could become very profitable or available on waiver wire, I'd be looking to those guys. And you always want to start your studs until you get a trend that's as strong as that since week seven, tight end 22. I think you can do better than Mark Andrews this week. So look for the running backs bet those overs on those rushing totals and those rushing attempts, because with the weather in this game, I think there's another one too. the cold, the Desmond Ritter effect, the Tyler Huntley effect, all those things kind of bring this down to another grinding game. Lots of unders this week, Ben Stevens, lots of unders.
2: The total is 35 and a half for the Ravens and the Falcons. The flock, the second best rushing offense in the league. The Falcons now the third best, but Baltimore good defending the run as well. A top five rushing defense in the NFL. Baltimore no longer, Joe P, in the top spot in the AFC North divisional standings. And the Bengals are now a heavy odds-on favorite to claim claim the divisional crown. Minus 220 for Cincinnati. How do you evaluate this race for the divisional title in the AFC North with just three weeks remaining.
4: Well, look, I'm team Bengals all the way. Uh, I was talking about this a couple weeks ago, where I think the number was still 3-1 to one for the Bengals, and looking yep. at the schedule and saying, well, how can we say that if this offense continues to sputter the way it has? And, and they've had more injuries, too. Duvernay out for the year. I mean, they lost Rashad yep. Bateman. It's great that they got Dobbins back, but I don't know where this offense is right now especially without Lamar Jackson. And, and, you know, people can talk about Tyler Huntley's performances last year. That was last year. That's over and done this year. It hasn't been good. Clearly, you know, there's more tape on you. They figure out what you like to do, what you're capable of. And frankly, I think the other pieces just aren't healthy. I don't think Mark Andrews is healthy either. And I know that they've had some injuries recently with the Cincinnati Bengals too, but they have one thing that a lot of other teams don't have. They have Joe Burrow, a quarterback. And when you talk about guys who just know how to win games guys where there's no quitting them, he's in that mold where I think as we watch this trajectory of Joe Burrow, we're gonna talk about him in that Peyton Manning, Tom Brady grouping of quarterbacks. At some point where we go, you know, we are watching this guy slowly put together a fantastic career and he's won. Like everywhere he's going, he is winning. He turned the Bengals into a winner. Can we just, can we talk about that for a second? Our whole lives, we watched the Bengals flounder around pretty much as a team that gets ousted in the playoffs every week, every single year. And now, this coming season, he's got a chance to, I think, potentially take him back to the Super Bowl because the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, are imminently beatable. And if you're looking at the board right now to somebody come out of the AFC, you're probably getting four, anywhere from three to five to one. So on the Bengals to win the AFC. Yeah. I know Sam Hubbard's a big loss. I know, you know, Awuzier is a big loss on that defensive side. But at the same time,
2: Joe Burrow keeps getting it
4: done. And Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, it's a special duo.
2: Certainly so. You can see the Bengals still 5-1 to one in the AFC Championship odds. The third best price to be the number one overall seed. But a huge matchup upcoming next Monday night for the Bengals at home against Buffalo. This week, Cincy on the road in New England. A three-point favorite. Trying to continue their six-game win streak. The story we have followed all week long, Joe Pisapia. The status of Jalen Hurts. We got confirmation yesterday from Philadelphia. It will be Gardner Minshew making the start for the birds on the road against the boys tomorrow on Christmas Eve. The line is working in the way of Philly. Now just a four-point spread in favor of Dallas. But how does the game plan exactly change for Philadelphia, Joe P, when it's Gardner Minshew making the start at QB?
4: Well, look, they're still going to run the football ton with Miles Sanders. So they're still going to do that. I think you're going to see Boston Scott and you're going to see Kenneth Gainwell involved in this game as well. Uh, if you look at, you know, what Gardner Minshew did in this offense last year, he was pretty respectable in that big spot start he had to make last year. So, you know, Gardner Minshew has been in this offense a while. He's been around the league a while. Uh, you know, if you love narratives, my goodness, what a great one with his old ball coach, Mike Leach dying a few weeks ago, and now him getting a start in a big prime time situation here at Dallas, if you don't like good stories for a guy like Gardner Minshew, I like the Eagles in this game just to win outright, to tell you the truth. I just think they're a better football yep. team all the way around. And Dak's yep. making too many mistakes. Lately.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: Why do you even need to hear from me anymore? I'm just loving the holiday music that we have had here going in and out of break even if it blares in my ear from time to time. We close out our two hours together here on this festive football Friday live on the morning after on sports good we close out the week sending you into your holiday weekend christmas eve tomorrow christmas sunday coming in just 48 hours as well i hope santa brings you everything you hope for this holiday season and you get to spend some wonderful time with your friends and family your loved ones that mean the most to you and hopefully we can give you one final gift as well for your christmas eve saturday slate in the national football league 11 games tomorrow on saturday so before we say farewell and before we say goodbye it's time for an nfl best bet it's time for bye 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 i'm pretty sure when derrick henry was looking at the calendar around this holiday season he had a big smile on his face thanking santa for the christmas eve game the titans play against the texans in four consecutive games now for derrick henry against houston he has run for at least 211 yards in all four of those games he has nine touchdowns in total in that four game span dating back to 2019 against the texans look at the stat lines for his recent four games 32 carries 211 yards three touchdowns 22 carries 212 yards two touchdowns 34 carries 250 yards two touchdowns and this year 32 carries 219 yards and two touchdowns His prop is not out yet. I believe the odds makers will bake all of this in to the number. It should be large, but the Texans still have the worst rushing defense in the league, allowing nearly 166 yards per game on the ground. Derrick Henry over his rushing yards prop tomorrow on Christmas Eve for a big one in Nashville, the Titans against the Texans. Have a wonderful holiday weekend from all of us here on the morning after and across the Grizz Network. Have a great and very merry Christmas and a joyous new year. We'll talk to you on Monday, though. I'm Ben Stevens. Thanks for tuning in on this festive football Friday, and have a great holiday weekend. Take them out with some Yuletide.